Welcome, Chevia Churches. Welcome to those joining us from elsewhere. This is Colin, and we have our podcast for this 5th of June, and it is Pentecost, and it is also a day we're celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. The various things like the craft group, the coffee morning, the prayer group go on as usual. The mission committee meet on Tuesday at 2 o'clock in Warbattlekirk. And the annual stated meeting um, will take place on Thursday, the 9th of June. That's the annual stated meeting of the congregation on Thursday at 7 o'clock in Yetham. And the funeral of Audrey Gibson takes place at Yetham Kirk on Friday, the 10th of June at 12.15 in the church and then to the graveyard afterwards. Free will offering envelopes, these can be collected from both Morbato and Yetham churches. And a note to say that the food bank has had additional pressure these last few weeks. Um, people are struggling, so please do give generously. And we do have the collection point at Morbato shop and, of course, in Kelso. But bring, bring items to the church and we can get them there. And next Sunday will be the Kirking of the Barigadji and Barimanishi in, in Yetam at 10 o'clock. And we'll have infant baptism at Moorbato at 11.15, Jenny Claire Gilchrist. And the vigilante service at Hunam at 1 p.m. We have our call to worship. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. The spirit has come. Alleluia. Come, Holy Spirit, gentle as a dove, burning as fire, powerful as wind. Come, Holy Spirit, come. And we're going to hear the first hymn, 616, There's a Spirit in the Air. And let us pray. Holy God, you who are the, the Spirit of God flickering over our heads, illuminating our faces, inspiring our thoughts, give us now, we pray, words of joy and praise. Spirit of God, filling our hearts with hope, 
steady our nerves with peace, comforting our lives with love. Give us now, we pray, words of joy and praise. Spirit of God, come to us now, surging through the darkness of our lives, sweeping over our weariness, so that in this time of Pentecost, the sparkling light of faith, the rushing wind of hope, and the joyful sound of praise may echo round the world, may echo round the church, and find the response in us. Spirit of God, give us now, we pray, words of joy and praise. Almighty God, you poured your spirit to guide your disciples and empower your church with gifts. But we confess and we often resist the Spirit's guidance. We have not acted with justice. We have not loved kindness. We have stretched our grasp with greed. We have protected our privacy with isolationism. We have ravaged your creation with entitlement. Forgive us, O God. Open our minds and hearts to the challenges of life in your service. We're reminded if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old life has passed, the new life has begun. Know that in Christ you are forgiven. And we're set free to live life in you in the power of the Spirit. And we come now with our prayer, our family prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory for ever. Amen. We read from Genesis and Genesis chapter 11, and from verse 1. Now, the world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastwards, they found a plain at Shinar and settled there. They said, come, let us bake, make bricks and bake them thoroughly. And they used brick instead of stone and bitumen for mortar. And they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves and not be scattered over the face of the earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the men were building. The Lord said, If as one people speaking the same language they begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So the Lord scattered them from there over all the earth. They stopped building the, the city. And that's why it was called Babel, because there the Lord confused the whole language, the language of the whole world. From there, the Lord scattered them over the face of the earth. Amen. And we turn to the book of Acts and chapter 2, the story of Pentecost. 
when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. And suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole earth where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each one of them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. And when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one of them heard speaking in his own language. Utterly amazed, they asked, Are not these people speaking Galileans? Then how is it each of us hears them in his own native tongue? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Syria, of Libya near, near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, people from Crete, Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. And amazed and perplexed, they asked each other, What does this mean? But some made fun of them and said, They've had too much wine to drink. Amen. And God bless to us these readings from God's holy word. All praise be to his name. The hymn 599, Holy Spirit, hear us. And we have our weekly prayer. Faithful God, we unite in prayer as those disciples did on the first day of Pentecost. We open ourselves to receive the same Holy Spirit. We thank you that in all our confusion, you understand and pray that you'll make something beautiful of our lives. How we seek to serve you as we celebrate 70 years of faith and service of Elizabeth, our Queen. Amen. This weekend, the Yetham History Society, as part of the, the Platinum Jubilee celebrations, are going to be showing the Pathé Newsreel of the Queen's Coronation from 1953. It will be on a loop and will be played again and again and again. It would be very much of its era, 
I think I'm expecting something in black and white and clipped accents giving the commentary. But it would have been shown in cinemas all over the country and maybe even abroad and reached a big audience. But that was communication in the 1950s. There was radio, but in the Pathé productions, people would be able to see what was happening. Of course, television had come in as well, but not so many, I think, would have had televisions, though they might have rented them for that occasion. Fast forward 70 years, and communication has changed so much. Now it would be unusual if people didn't have a, a big screen television with so many channels, hundreds of them, screening live jubilee celebrations in the most vivid of colours. It wouldn't just be the BBC. There is, of course, internet. And communication happens in an instant throughout the world. What happens in the other side of the world we know about within seconds. There's Twitter, there's WhatsApp, there's Instagram, and many more things I haven't heard of. Though we can still have communication breakdowns. And I know that from this week, I learned that some of my messages go into spam. And indeed, when the, this service is sent out by email every week, Sometimes I, myself, get a warning that the sender, i.e. me, is a bit dodgy. Communication has been there since the beginning of time. From Adam and Eve debating whether they could have a good bite out of that shiny apple. And today we read two stories about communication. The first was about the Tower of Babel and how humans decided to come together and build a city with a tower which would reach to the sky. Traditionally, the story is seen as a display of human pride, wanting to challenge God, but nipped in the bud. But somehow in, in reading it, you could see it as a case of people deciding to cooperate, work together, come together, only for a rather peevish God to punish these uppity people with confusion. Most probably it started as a story to explain why there were so many languages and cultures in the world, and maybe an appeal for people to work together together. And certainly if you place a group of children coming from different cultures together, you'll find that they will play, regardless of the fact that they, they have different languages. But somehow they find that they can communicate in other ways. As adults, we're less good at that and more suspicious of what we can't understand. And the story of the Tower of Babel brings out that division and confusion. 
But on the day of Pentecost, we see the reversal of Babel. We see the disciples together. And suddenly there was noise. Suddenly there seemed to be chaos. There was a sudden wind, tongues of fire. It must have been terrifying. But it was the Holy Spirit resting on them. And these were the ways the disciples could somehow try to describe their experiences. But the disciples started to communicate with the people around. Jews had come on pilgrimage for the Pentecost festival. And they come from the Mediterranean world all over it. They come from the east, from Persia, from Mesopotamia. They came from different cultures. They came with their own languages. And suddenly they heard people speaking in their own tongues, communicating the good news about Jesus, communicating the gospel of love. And the disciples were empowered to reach out to them and communicate God's love for all. And we see that as a birthday of the church. The day the church came into being. We too are Christ followers. We too are called to communicate the gospel in fresh ways. Ever seeking to use new technologies so that people can hear. But sometimes the best way is just living faithful lives. Today we're marking the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, 70 years on the throne. In 1947, when the Queen was only 21, she said, I declare before you all that my whole life, whether it be long or short, shall be devoted to your service. But I shall not have the strength to carry out this resolution alone unless you join me in it. The Queen has shown that devotion to duty. She has served the people and it has been a long life. But in that life, she's been sustained by her faith. She's a devout Christian. I don't know friends who've ministered to her, especially when she's been at Balmoral. And have been so encouraged by her faith. She's been, been able to communicate that in her own quiet way through her life. In 1975, in her Chris Christmas message, she articulated it. She said, Jesus' simple message of love has turned the world upside down. He showed that what people are and what they do matters. And does make a difference. It does matter, therefore, what each person does each day. Kindness, sympathy, resolution, courteous behaviour are infectious. Acts of courage and self-sacrifice are an inspiration to others. And the combined effect can be enormous. We may feel powerless alone, but the joining together of individuals can defeat the evils of our time. Together they can create a stable, free and considerate society. 
the queen has shown self-sacrifice. She's shown self-giving and complete devotion. She recognizes that all people have their part to play. We all can contribute to the common good and seek to defeat, as she says, the evils of our time. It's right that we should mark her jubilee today. But equally, it should inspire us where we are to share these values and by our words and by our example, communicate the love of God to all around. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And the, the hymn, I Vow to Thee, My Country, is 704. And we have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Gracious God receives the gifts that represent our love for you and our commitment to act for justice. May they reflect the self-sacrifice described by Queen Elizabeth and be used boldly as we join efforts to defeat the evils of our time. Wind of the Spirit, blow through us on this day of Pentecost and renew our faith. Reawaken our love for God and strengthen our fellowship. 
let your flames warm our hearts with trust in Jesus Christ and hope for the future he'll create. Dare us to do great things in his name. Eternal God, in these days of national celebration, we give thanks for the long reign of Her Majesty the Queen, for her commitment to serve all her people, for her steadiness in every crisis, her loyalty to nation and commonwealth, and for the pledge she has made and kept to all to honour all people. We praise and bless you today. We ask your blessing on the Queen as she continues her work amongst us, sustain and strengthen her in these later years, and grant her the health and strength she, she seeks to fulfil her tasks. Bless those who support her in shouldering new and increased responsibilities. Inspire them and us to continue to lead and serve as she does. We thank you for her faith, her devotion to Jesus Christ, her unashamed witness to his cause, and her love of our church and her commitment to its worship. In spirit of compassion, as we celebrate this weekend, we also pray for those whose hearts are sad and troubled, for those whose country is attacked, whose loved ones are at war, for those whose country is riven with economic or social tensions, for those whose crops have failed, whose jobs have been lost, for those sick in body or sick in spirit, and for all who are bereaved. In a moment of silence, we remember them. Lord, hear our prayer. Amen. And our closing hymn is 702, Lord, in love and perfect wisdom.
And so may the Spirit comfort you in your sorrow, strengthen you in your weakness, empower you in your uncertainty, and enable you to speak God's love to all you meet. And may that same love of God from Creator, Savior, and Inspirer be with you this day and even forevermore. Amen.